Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 82. If you've been following along for the last month or so, you know that I am just traveling like crazy. I just got back from Paducah on Saturday evening. Well, actually, I swung by Nevada. I was in Reno. And then tomorrow, we're taking off to um, upstate New York for a super seminar. So I thought I'd give you a little recap of my trip to Paducah. The last time I was in Paducah, I would say it was probably 15 years ago. And this little community has just really changed in the last 15 years. 15 years ago, downtown was essentially a ghost town. Several of the old buildings were rented out for quilt show things, but also many were very, very empty. Now when you go down there, those stores are all filled. There's a lot of antique stores, quilt shops, a couple really great restaurants, and you just don't have that feeling like it was 15 years ago. But one of the things they're doing in Paducah, which I think is just brilliant, is they're doing an artist relocation program. So what that means is in the area that, say, 15 years ago was just a a mess. It was in a housing area and probably not a very safe area too, if you want me to be quite frank about it. The city has worked to bring and relocate artists in there. I'm not really sure exactly what the deal is, but it's called the Artist Relocation Project of Paducah, Kentucky. And um, Carol Breyer Fowler, you might be aware, has relocated there and we got to see her home. I use that word... um, very carefully because, I mean, it, I don't want to say it was a mansion because it's just not dedicated to her own living space, but it's about 6,000, 7,000 square feet, which includes her living space, includes a store, includes her private studio, includes a place for her students to sleep, and includes a place for her students to learn. And the building itself is absolutely exquisite. If you go to the quilt show, and my guess is that most of you are on, go to the daily blog and just scroll back because Ricky, when we were there the first day, got some video and captured, you know, portions of her house, but also in addition to her lovely, lovely home, she has fabulous quilts from different quilts, quilt artists, including um, Ellen Ann Eddy, Hollis Chatelaine. I mean, just magnificent things. Uh, her house, well, I could live there, no problem. And it is right across the street from the Executive Inn and the Convention Center where the um, quilt show is held and where we all stay. So besides her, I would say there are... I think I heard 60 other artists that have moved in there. And as you go around the Old Town area, it's really great because these homes are designated with gallery signs. And you go into these homes and perhaps the front end of the home has been made into a storefront. So 
that was a really fun thing that I did one of the days while I was there. I did go to the quilt show um, on opening night, and that was really great because the crowds weren't so crazy that, you know, you couldn't get to things, which is what happens during the show itself. But the convention center is also new, or at least there's a new part of it from when I went there 15 years ago. And it's great because it's a big open building. And the other really neat thing that happens at Paducah is, of course, it's a pilgrimage for, you know, quilt teachers and so and vendors and all that. So I get to, of course, see all my friends. And that makes it a whole lot of fun. Opening ceremonies, um, there's a kickoff prior to the opening night. And that was really neat. And it's when they share all the quilts that win. And I believe together there's over $100,000 worth of prizes. And so many, many prizes go to many, many different people. And I'll tell you something right now. I would not want to be a judge for anything. Um, It was Donna Wilder, Gabriel Swain, and Libby Lehman. And as an aside, Libby emcees uh, the, the, the award ceremony that night. The quilts were just spectacular. And I think one of the things that I particularly like about Paducah is that you get the gamut of everything from the art quilt to the absolutely killer diller traditional quilts. And and there are different categories, but they hang so beautifully next to each other. Now, it might surprise you, but it takes you two days. It takes them two days to judge the show. Used to be three, but they've gotten it down to two. And um, oh, there were so many wonderful quilts. Again, go to the quilt show and look at the blogs because we have a bunch of video blogs. But the grand winner was Ted Storm. And her quilt was also at Houston. It was the one that was like a gradation of gray from the outside to white to the inside. I I think little itty-bitty squares, I'm not sure. And then white work around the outside edge that looks like a lace hanky and is just exquisite. But what was especially wonderful about Ted winning was that she was my roommate 15 years ago. So that was just great. And she remembered me. That was even better yet. But it was just, you know, wonderful to see her quilt win. But I'll tell you something right now, it would have been really hard to pick you know, the best. I mean, then they have all these different categories, like Sharon Shambaugh, I think, won long arm. And her quilt was just out of this world. Ricky got some footage of that, too, on the website. Um, and then, oh, oh, for miniature, Sue um, Holly um, won. And her little itty-bitty miniature, there's a picture on the website, too, of the quilt show. Her little itty-bitty miniature was done blanket stitch on the machine and the the um, circles in it were probably as big as the glass head end of a pin. It was just spectacular. And the other thing that's just so much fun is that, you know, on opening night, you can get up and, and see the quilts. I mean, you can't touch them, but you can get in there and, of course, see them in all their glory. And then often the artists are standing right next to them. So that is just absolutely fabulous. We did a super seminar um, before Paducah kicked off. It started on Sunday and ran through Tuesday. 
and it was a really small group. There were only like 67 people, but that really um, lent itself to a very intimate um, exchange between people. We had um, many people from overseas, and I was going to say, you know, all the ladies, but no, no, of course, there were men there, and um, it was really fun. Now, I um, did a virtual trunk show on, um, I think it was Wednesday evening, and that sold out, so that's always kind of neat, and it was, you know, kind of from quilting mom to television host to now the quilt show, um, just how the heck did all that happen? So that's always a fun thing, and, and it's pretty, um, it's extremely lighthearted, and people get to know me as who I am and how you know me from the podcast, not the, you know, uptight chick on TV. Then I had to fly to Reno the next day, and I'll go to that in a moment. But um, Friday night, Ricky did a concert, and I was so majorly bummed out because um, he brought in Kat, who happened to be his accompanist on his Christmas special that was on the quilt show on December 24th on the main blog. If you have not seen that, you must, must go watch it. It was, I think, around 70 minutes long. And, oh my goodness, John and I were watching it even into uh, February. I'm, I'll retire it now and hopefully we'll bring, well, we can always get back and archive it. But Kat is this incredible singer and I believe she lives in either Nashville or, well, anyways, pretty close to there. And so she came in and surprised the audience. But the other big surprise, and Ricky was like working on this so hard, was he came in on a Harley Davidson motorcycle. You know how he loves Harleys. And his particular show sold out at 1,800 people. Now, it's kind of amazing because in Paducah, the population is um, 30,000, something like that. And um, they have an incredible performing arts area that we got to hold the Super Seminar in and that Ricky got to do his show in that is just extraordinary for a town that size. And speaking of a town that size, when it's Quilt Show in Paducah, the town doubles in size. And John said, where do they all stay? Well, a lot of them stay at the Executive Inn, and that's like camping on its best day. Um, if you ever stay there, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but then a lot of people open their homes to quilters, and then there are other um, reputable hotel chains in the area. So I, I don't know where everybody stays uh, I don't really think there are any towns near it, but um, they seem to manage it. Oh, and the other real fun thing is that as far as feeding everybody, um, you kind of like have vendors come in all over. And so it's kind of like a food three-ring circus outside of the Paducah um, Convention Center. If you've never been to Paducah, you really need to put it on um, your to-do list it is very different from any other quilting venue because the whole town gets into it. All the windows downtown are decorated with quilts. Um, I mean, it's the whole town. So it's very different from, say, like uh, Houston or Chicago or Mancuso. Um, not better, 
not worse, just different. It's kind of like if you've never been to the Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show, that's another one you need to go. That's the second um, Saturday of July. Yes, it's not the first. Yeah, the second Saturday. It, that one's kind of like a Woodstock happening. Um, you know, these shows all have different venues, which are just very, very special. Now, above and beyond the quilt show in Paducah, perhaps one of my favorite places in the whole wide world is right there, and that is the Quilt Museum. Friends, it is absolutely extraordinary. They had brought out um, many of the quilts that were purchase awards. Um, if you get Top Dog Award there, it's a $20,000 purchase award from the museum that you have the option of having them purchase your quilt. And honestly, though I would think it would be difficult to let go of a quilt like Ted's quilt, it really belongs in this museum. In fact, um, they have different levels of giving. It's a nonprofit that um, I ended up becoming a friend of the museum because I think it's so important. The facility itself is magnificent, and then the quilts are that much better. There were also three other exhibits that were in conjunction to uh, many of the winning quilts. Um, and then, of course, there is a fabulous gift store there that um, I just I had to restrain myself because my bags were full. One of the quilts I want to talk about in the museum is Sharon Shambaugh's. It, um, you know, she is an excellent long arm quilter. And as I mentioned earlier, she won an award too. But um, the museum acquired one of her quilts and I walked up to it and I was just knocked out. It was this gold quilt that was just incredibly quilted. And then, um, I don't know if they're bedazzled, but you know what I mean, all over it in all different colors. Well, I walked around and that was the back of the quilt. I thought it was the front of the quilt. So that was something that seared into my mind. And um, I only wish we could have taken pictures in there, but it's absolutely forbidden. When I arrived in Paducah, I ran into Bobby Ogg and Gerald Roy. And um, they, too, were driving to, we flew into Nashville and then drove to Paducah, which I recommend. Um, it's about, oh gosh, about a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive, but the scenery is just out of this world. And the little puddle jumper from Nashville to Paducah is um, not for the faint of heart. Um, the first time I went uh, 15 years ago, I remember some poor woman was vomiting in a bag. It was so bumpy. So, And then they always overbook and sweat somebody off the plane. You know, so ugh, forget it. Just fly into Nashville and rent yourself a car. And honestly, financially, you'll probably come out ahead. But um, I followed them to Paducah because I wasn't quite sure how to get there. And I have not yet really figured out my Garmin that John gave me for Christmas, though I think I'm getting better. Um, Paul, um, Jerry and, um, Bobby did a, um, quilt appraising class that ran for a couple days there. And I popped in and said hi to them at the museum. And I'll tell you something, that's a real interesting subject matter that, um, I think there's a whole lot more to it than you might think of. In fact, 
if I can figure out how to get my microphone to um, work right, I should probably call Bobby and do a podcast with her because I think this whole appraising thing is a very fascinating um, subject. So when it was time to come home on Thursday, I drove back to Nashville, stayed um, near the airport in a really nice hotel, but then ran over to Opryland. There's an outlet thing there. And there was a store called Off Fifth Avenue Saks. And um, it was great. I found some really good bargains. So I was pretty excited about that. Only now my suitcase holds nothing. It is, I'm afraid to death it's going to be over 50 pounds. So I don't go home. I fly to Reno, Nevada to do a special event with Going Batty, a Bernina dealership there. And they had us in a hotel, um, I mean, well, convention center. And... um, Carrie, the owner, swung me, not a penthouse, but I'll tell you what, it was probably an 1,800 square foot suite with flat screens in each of the rooms. Oh yes, I could live like that, as I know you could too. It was very, very nice. So after being at uh, the hotel in Paducah, for or the campground, whatever you want to call it, this was just like, oh man, um, quite wonderful. And then um, the next day, I did an event for Carrie. There were a couple hundred people there, and in the morning, I did a demo, which absolutely was horrible. It went awry. I couldn't get the machine to behave. I couldn't get myself to behave, and I couldn't see. So, uh, But fortunately, the 40 women that were at the early bird thing were very, very kind and very forgiving. And then I did my um, virtual trunk show again. But here's the funny thing. On Friday night at 11.30, there was an earthquake in Reno. You've probably been hearing about these. And then another earthquake. I didn't even feel it. It was hilarious. Everybody else was like, did you feel it? Did you feel it? And I was like, didn't feel it. So on Saturday, um, I got to fly home at 5.30, and the airport was virtually empty Never in my life ever have I been able to walk straight up to the screener, straight through. Nobody was in security. Absolutely nobody. And um, then, better yet, the airport is um, internet, wireless for free. Oh, I hear my kitty. You're going to hear my kitty here pretty soon. If you're on the quilt show, you know that she's um, a staple in my studio. So anyways... um, I got to do that, but let me tell you the book I read. It's not for the faint-hearted, and I'm going to tell you right now. It's a fairly violent book, but I couldn't put it down. In Airplane Time is when I read, and it was The Kite Runner. And so, it's again, it's not for faint of heart. There are scenes that make you cringe, but man, I am telling you, that is a read, cover to cover. So I got home. John picked me up at SFO. We got home about 8 o'clock on Saturday. Sunday was unpack. Today is pack. I'm not quite sure what day you'll be listening to this. And then tomorrow we fly out of SFO at 7 in the morning. And what's so great is since John has now, you know, become the headmaster of the quilt show, he is going to be able to go with us and perhaps um, get to know a lot of you. Um, If you're going to be there, come up and say hi. 
If you are a member of the Quilt Show, please wear your It's a New Day badge because I think it's a real fun way to be identified quickly. And it's fun, I got to tell you, for Ricky and myself to see them because they're all made differently, which just makes them real special. And um, if you have not yet renewed for season two, I would not delay any longer because the last two shows of season two, which will be in June, I believe, are a road trip that Ricky, Justin, and I took. And it was not just any ordinary road trip. We rented one of those See America things. And, well, I can't tell you where we went, but I just saw the, there's two episodes. I just saw episode one, and it is a gas. Um, My mom and dad, I've got a little pirated copy. My mom and dad saw it, and they said it is Head and shoulders, the best thing we've ever done. So that's pretty exciting. So anyways, it's supper time. I need to finish packing. And if you're going to be up in uh, Glens Falls, wear your badge. And um, hey, it's a new day. And until we meet, and we quilters do, get around. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.